Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life, and I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, your life improvement series starts now. Hello, hello, Heal Squad. Welcome back. Glad to be with you here on this beautiful day. We have a really fun show in store for you. Not just fun, (laughs) there were some tears. Um, We'll start with our quote of the day, though. Burn if you must, but rise from the dust. That is from Parul Negum. Burn if you must, but rise from the dust. Yes, we must always rise. Friends, so excited uh, for today's show because it is a new year. And with a new year, we have to start thinking about kind of what's in store for us and what we're going to do with this new year and how we're going to approach it. So today we have Riz Mirza, who is a psychic medium. He's a full trance channeler who shares his gifts with the world. His documented channeling sessions include messages from over a hundred guides showcasing the depth and diversity of spiritual guidance available through his work. He's been on the show before here on Heal Squad and shared his gifts. Uh, Today we're talking about spiritual birth and spiritual death and surrendering with a little moment from my mom coming in. (laughs) We're breaking this up into two episodes because we chatted for quite some time, Uh, but we're going to start here for today. So I hope you guys enjoy my chat with Riz. I think it's going to tell you it's perfect. You know who tells you it's perfect? Mm. Even little kids who have been sick and have had cancer will tell you, no, it's it's fine, it's perfect. And people who are, you know, shark fishing off the coast of some country to eat, you know, or to fish, spear fishing, are going, it's perfect. And everybody's saying it's perfect, it's perfect. Those people who say it's perfect are the ones who have surrendered. And we are so afraid of the word surrender Ugh. because it sounds like, oh, but then I give up to some force and it's going to kill me. Like, that's what we think. Whether it's gonna, we think it's going to kill us physically, we think it's going to kill us emotionally. We are constantly in this fear of death, and that's why I like to talk about spiritual death, spiritual rebirth. And I go, don't wait to physically die to be reborn. You, you're going to have to do it sometimes 10 times a day. Mm. How many times have you had to like die to yourself and then come back in an hour? You've got to do it, right? Yeah. Okay. So. 
But fear is what drives us to control. So it's that horrible cycle. So mm -hmm. how do you let go of the fear? Right? It's, it's surrendering. When you say and when I you let go of fear, what you're saying is how do I let go of resistance? Because I see... By the way, how much time do we have? We're, listen, friends, we were just chatting, and so, <laughs> but I know we're recording, so we're going to go with it. This is us talking before the talk, Yeah. but let's keep the talk before the talk so everyone okay, can so hear what we're talking about. Okay, so think about it this way. <laughs> exactly. So people have been saying, how do I get rid of sadness, fear, anger, depression, anxiety? How do I get rid of these negative emotions? So I say, let's go and be very flexible right now, and let's... Let's turn this whole thing on its head and just, I want to throw something out at you that you might think sounds really wild, but how are we going to grow unless we go beyond our normal boundaries, our definitions, right? Okay, what if I told you that all those negative emotions that I just mentioned actually aren't emotions and that there's only one emotion, okay, stay with me, that there's only one emotion in all of reality and that is love. And that love is eternally flowing it is what we surrender to when things go right, correct? When things go right, we go, now I can exhale. Oh, so what do you mean by now you can exhale? Well, now I can breathe. Now I can surrender. Now I can relax. Everything is okay. All right. So everything is okay because it's exactly the way that you wanted it to be. And how long will that last until something happens that disturbs that flow again? Right, I feel back in flow. And if something now bad happens, I get bad news, that flow will be interrupted. Okay, so those interruptions to your natural flow, which is love, let's rewind a little bit. So when you surrender that everything is okay mm -hmm. and you feel great, do you feel like yourself? Yes. Do you feel at peace in the world? Yes. Is peace what you believe in? Yes. Is feeling self-love and love for others what you believe in? Yes. Okay, so everything is all right. That's your, does it feel natural? Yes. So anything that interrupts that is unnatural. So pain, anxiety, frustration, anger, sadness, these things are actual interruptions to our flow, which is love. They are not actually emotions. Just try that on. And if you look at it this way, because all of our spiritual work is about how we're shifting our definitions. So if you look at it that these are not emotions, rather they are reactions Mm. to my natural flow, then I say, oh, well, why am I reacting that way? Why are you giving it the power that is this powerful negative emotion that is overwhelming you and now will dictate everything that you do? So when you even said to me, well, fear dictates the control. Okay, yes, Maria, fear dictates this, this control over the flow. So the faucet is on and now I'm afraid, so I'm going to turn the faucet off. Okay, because you, you're afraid the water's going to run out? You're you afraid? How, how big is your love? I ask people this all the time. Like, how big is your love? And they'll always tell me, it's massive. My love is mm -hmm. bigger than the universe. I go, so what are you afraid of? Damn. Don't forget that. So you're defining those negative emotions as reactions yeah. rather than emotion. Because at first I was hearing you and I'm like, okay, but everyone teaches us that we're supposed to embrace all of the emotions and all of these sides that we're not supposed to think of anger as a bad thing or frustration as a bad thing. Uh -huh. Right. There, There is a technique to that, right? Because one can say that anger has more energy than sadness. If you're sad about, let's say, being uh, not in the shape you want to be in and you're sitting on the couch... Well, and you're sad about it, that is going to prevent you from action. Sadness just makes you slump. Anger will make you go to the gym. Anger you can use as a fuel, mm -hmm. okay? It's not a very good long-term fuel. <laughs> My husband loves anger as a fuel. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you can be angry at injustice. Yeah. Right? Because Kevin is. Kevin is this very fair, <laughs> balanced guy. Yeah. And I would say, okay, but even Gandhi, when Gandhi was in South Africa and he saw what was going on there, he got angry first. Right. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, they got angry first, but then their career wasn't built on anger. It was built on love. They had to surrender to we're all one. It didn't it didn't continue with anger. Those who continue with anger, they usually burn themselves out. And all of us know people in our families who have taken it to the grave. They would mm -hmm. rather be right than happy. Yeah. So I offer in my work, which is spiritual death slash rebirth as a shaman and as a medium, 
my life has been dedicated to helping people understand how the, they can have the most freedom. And the most freedom means that you have mastered your energy. What does that mean? That you've mastered the internal climate in you. Mm, because some We pe- all need that. Right? Oof. Because we all can smile our way through situations. Oh, it doesn't bother me and I'm smiling and I'm chill and I've got a poker face. But inside, your cells are listening to that, right? Your beliefs about a situation. So what we're learning to do in this year has been really interesting because all of these polarizing events are happening politically, yes. socially, yeah. right? All the different issues that are coming up, whether it's young versus the older generation or not, you're still finding that there's this side, this side, a third and a fourth. And so we go, well, what do we do with all of this? Because each side is fighting for their side. Now, there could be, we're not just talking two sides. There can be five sides to a, yeah. to a story and a position, right? So we are battling each other. We are battling these feelings inside of ourselves. So how are we, what are we feeding ourselves on? What is our diet? Is your diet day-to-day a steady flow of love, inspiration, compassion, or is it I'm angry at certain things that I should be angry about? Here's my list. Here's my evidence for all of those things. Everybody's got a very strong list. Mm -hmm. I know that you do have a strong list, but you're trying to find freedom and peace because you want to be here not just longer, but happier. Life is about the love. If it's not about the love, what what are we all talking about here? Right and wrong? I mean, it's about the love that you feel day to day. And I think that your personal freedom, your personal mastery is how much love are you allowing yourself to feel? at any given moment. Isn't that your isn't that your personal power? How much love yeah. are you allowing yourself to feel? And you go, "Well, I can't. If I see that thing happening, there's no way I could feel love." Really? But if you understand, if you study why people do things, why do people act out in anger? It's because they're hurt about something. And why are they hurt about something? Well, because um, they were vulnerable. And why were they vulnerable? Because they're innocent. Oh, and why are they innocent? Well, because they're love. They're born as love. Oh, so at the root of even bad behavior, there's love in there? Yes, of course there is. And you, you know, <laughs> when we're in the crib, it's just a ball of love. I and it's that funny having a baby happens. right now. Kevin just keeps looking at me and he keeps naming people. Yeah. He's like, wait, that person was, was like Athena once. Yes. So what happens? So then you say, well, if we are born enlightened, because people ask me, what is this enlightenment that, that we're talking about? I say, well, you were born enlightened. Let's talk about babies. So babies are flexible in their bodies. You can take a baby's foot, put it behind their neck. They're like a natural yoga Hmm. master. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They are. Their eyes are bright. They almost look like they're looking into dimensions or looking through you sometimes. Mm -hmm. You could be talking to them and then they drift off. So they're, in a sense, very cosmic. They can learn different languages. If you speak Greek and Kevin speaks Spanish or Italian and someone else around them speaks Chinese, the baby will learn each language. Mm -hmm. So... The baby learns how to walk just by watching us. So the baby's watching us walk around and there's a process happening inside of, I can do that. It's within me. They don't get tired of trying. So think about these, all these enlightened qualities. They have no racism, no sexism, no classism. This is a genius. Probably the only thing that babies don't know how to do in a sense is fend for themselves and think about tomorrow. Right, Little kids don't think about tomorrow. Little kids want to eat all the candy today. You have mm-hmm. to teach them. By the way, this is going to be very interesting for you when Athena's a certain age. She's not going to know what tomorrow is, and you're going to have to explain this to her. A lot of parents don't go tell other so new parents this. She doesn't know what tomorrow is. So the way you have to teach them is you have to say, because the, the kid will say, when is that thing? And when you'll you say, it's up. tomorrow. Yeah. But sometimes they think waking up from a nap means tomorrow also. <laughs> <laughs> So you have to say, when the sun goes away, and then we sleep, and then the sun comes out again, that will be tomorrow. Then you have to explain the same thing to them, that the day after tomorrow is when that happens. Then we go to sleep again, and the sun comes up again, that will be tomorrow. 
When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but It's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. So... Okay, so fine. The, you're born enlightened, but then why do you keep coming back? If you believe in reincarnation, why do you keep coming back? Well, because there's more. There's choice. There's choice. And there's even more love to learn about, to expand the love consciousness. You see, you have to reprogram and retrain yourself all the time because things have already programmed and trained you since you were born. So I know as a, as a new parent, you you want to make sure that you don't program her too much and program her with the good things, allowing her your child to be organic in who it is that they are. But you see, they are going to be organic in who it is that they are because if she doesn't like what you guys are doing, she's going to rebel. You know what I mean? Like, the, what did we do, right? Yeah. We love our parents, but you have to follow your destiny, don't you? Mm-hmm. It's your destiny. You got to follow it. So as... As this child, now look, I'm not here just to talk about babies. I'm here to talk about rebirth. We can do it at our age. You've had to do it. Mm -hmm. So you know about this intrinsically. It's just that it's much more dramatic inside of you when there's something physical. Yeah. Right? It's even more dramatic. But physicality gets your attention way quicker than emotions. A hundred percent. Yeah. By the time it gets to your body, it's like, oh, I really have to surrender. So spiritual death and rebirth is something that I think that if it starts to become part of our common language, that we won't think it's a scary word like spiritual death. What do you mean? Spiritual death is basically when you have, you feel like, uh, here's some signs. You, time seems to be going too slow or too fast. You are starting to lose a taste for things that you really liked before. And that could be food. Yeah. That's Kevin. Okay. That could be food. 
that could be doing certain activities. Mm-hmm. Notice that all of these things could also look like depression at first, but yeah. bear with me. So you also, um, it almost looks like you don't care about taking care of yourself. And at the same time, you're very aware of how you want your environment to be. Meaning sometimes you just want to be left alone. Sometimes you just, you or you never want to be left alone. Even that could be part of this. Why? Because there's a version of you that's dying. And it is a version of you that has all of this programming about um, who you think you're supposed to be, who you think you should have been by now, and whether you did it right. It happens at a certain age. It's starting to happen to people younger and younger. I mean, I've seen it with 20-year-olds now. And the reason is, as a psychic, I will tell you that I understand the journey of a soul. And the soul keeps coming back to grow, discover, and create. Why? I don't know. It seems to be the nature of who we are as beings. Grow, discover, and create. Yeah, because isn't this a school of creation? Well, you're going to create from the growing, right? You're naturally, you are, you are a creation itself, right? Constantly happening. How much stuff is going on in our bodies right now that we are fundamentally unaware of, right? I'm not aware of what uh, my spleen is doing right now. Most people don't even know where their spleen is. Mine doesn't exist okay. anymore. Yeah, yours is somewhere. Mine's in the trash. Yeah, where is it? Somewhere in a mountain. UCLA. <laughs> where a dump they place my spleen in. Maria is the only person who actually knows where her spleen is. <laughs> I should have kept it. The average person doesn't know where their spleen is. It's a great point. They it's don't a... even know what their spleen does. They have no idea. Mm. That is just one organ in the body. Wouldn't you think in an ideal world... Yeah. That when we go to school, the first thing you learn about is, is your ve- spleen. Is, your, okay. yeah, <laughs> is the vehicle that you're in. Yeah. And then we wonder why we're out of touch mm-hmm. later. Well, we don't even know anything about. We just know eat because you get hungry and you have the basic bodily functions. But these main organs, we don't know how to take care of them. And we have so much knowledge out there in the world and we don't make this part of the educational system. What if part of the educational system was that you can grow your intuition, that you don't need to make it suspect. The reason why many people's intuition has become, I want to say untrustworthy is because it never, it was a muscle that never got developed. Mm -hmm. Little kids say very psychic things. Let me tell you, I've been around a lot and they'll say something. They can read a person sometimes. I've seen it. And someone will say, is that kid psychic? I go, we're all psychic. It's just that some of us have the the DNA to become professional psychics. Yeah. Right? So you have your John Edward, who's like a, a heavyweight champion, or you yeah. have a Riz Mirza, who's, like, who's, who's flexing something else. And it's just that we have an, a certain natural gift. Everyone has an ear. Musicians have a natural born ear. A singer has an ear. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you develop that. So imagine if we were allowing people to, even kids, to have what I call a spiritual death. Man, we're going there with kids. Well, human beings, we build up an emotional energy where at the end of the day, we want to explode. So we need to go run around or we need to go punch a bag or we need to scream or some of us zone out in front of the TV. So we are constantly working with energy. We live in a world of energy and I will never get tired of saying it. I don't think you guys should ever get tired of hearing it because this is an endless conversation. You're always working with energy. Now, what do we mean by that? Are we working, are we talking about running down, running around a track? No, what we're talking about is the energy of just sitting here and feeling your life force. And that's what meditation is about. Simply slowing down the breathing. Yes, we have breathing classes now. Mm-hmm. The most natural thing. <laughs> needs to be taught. <laughs> needs to be taught. Yeah. But guess what? It does. It does need to be taught because our breathing pattern kind of screws up over time due to our emotional reactions, our reactions. And that brings me, we talked about creation and now we're talking about reactions. Notice that those two words are spelled with the same letters. Yeah. Do you? You're doing the math, right? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. They're spelled with the same letters. So either you're in the reaction of something or now you have moved past it into the creation. Damn. That's how I see it. So we get stuck in the reaction and therefore it becomes this endless cycle of nothing is going my way. Now back to spiritual death and rebirth. What if during these times you knew a part of you was dying off during the times of where you, Oh yeah. You didn't going, finish all the right, steps. Time's going too fast or too slow. You're not interested in the same food or the same activities or perhaps even the same people. 
Yeah. Yes. You wake up in the middle of the night staring at the ceiling. Um, you're asking questions that you never thought you would answer. Part of you feels like life is done. Like how much more is there left really to do? These yeah. kinds of things come up. Commonly, the people started calling that existential angst or depression, right? Existential meaning questioning why you even exist. This is natural for the human being, for the soul to reach this place. Why? Let's slow down for a second. Let's talk about this idea of more. I recently told people, a group of people that were here for my class, I had said, everyone wants more. It doesn't matter where you go in this world, everyone will want more. And I said, even when you want less, it's because you want more. <laughs> even when you give away everything, it's because you want less of this and more of something else. Yep. And someone had raised their hand and said, well, I don't really want more or less of anything. I'm really fine the way that I am. I said, would you like to experience that tomorrow? <laughs> That's more. And then she said, well, I could die tonight and I'm fine with that. I'm like, right, even that would be more because there, you have an idea about what that even means to you to, to die. She goes, yeah, I do think that we go on. I go, well, there's more. More simply means we are creation in and of itself. So you're never going to want to, you're never going to want less. You will always want more, even when it's less. And what this means and what it proves to you is that you are constantly not only studying energy, you are energy, you are an intelligence. This kind of ties into, you know, earlier we were talking about what I see for like what will happen in the new year. Oftentimes as a psychic, people ask me, what do you mm -hmm. see for the new year? This has been the last two years, ever since COVID, it's been very interesting because for many years before that, most of my predictions were about, and they still are, about very specific things in different fields of life. Some people say, what's happening in medicine? What's happening in, in performance or technology? And I've always had predictions about that. And I still do, and I want to share some of those with you. But more than ever, what I've been seeing in the last four years since COVID, which was a very big spiritual death for all of us. Mm-hmm. We were going very fast, guys. We were going a mile a minute up until 2020. And on a lot of my classes, I was telling everyone to slow down. I said, remember what we said earlier about before uh, all the signs come? The signs come to you, and then if you don't hear them, it'll come physically. Yep. So yeah, mine, uh, you're describing how I was before the brain tumor. Uh -huh. I was I was feeling all of those things yeah. and then God had to throw the brick because I wasn't going to stop That's because right. who teaches you to stop your life? No one. No one teaches you you can hard stop and say, yeah, this isn't working anymore. Let me switch some things up or right. let me take a break. Look how you're raised. Um, you will. Oh, I want to share something with you. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. As a first time mom of the baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. So I put this up on my Instagram and um, it was that we sleep for 26 years in our lifetime. It's a total of 26 years straight. Those are our bedtime hours? Yes. If you add them all together, what? it will lead to 26 years. Go Google it, guys. So 26 years for sleeping. Okay. Okay. That's so insane. you sleep now. Do the math. You will wake up in whatever 26 years from now. 20, 50, 48, I don't know, whatever. Okay. You also eat for three and a half years. That's it? Yeah. I know. I was surprised. But that's think about crazy. it. Meals are only like an hour, right? You know? Okay. So you add those three hours a day. But that's like but three years. hours a day. How many people are getting eight hours of sleep or nine hours of sleep, right? What's the 26 years based on? Oh, it was on? like seven hours. hours. Like seven okay. hours. Okay. So yeah, I researched it well. So three and a half years just eating. So imagine eating a meal and for three and a half, you don't stop till <laughs> 2027. That sounds good that's to me. Exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> She's making her plans. Okay. Yeah. Um, we laugh only for, it was like two months. What? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Was that truth yawn? Yeah. What? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's depressing. We only laugh for like two weeks. I watch South Park a lot, so I laugh a lot. I watch South Park also. <laughs> it's a brilliant show. It's so inappropriate. Yes, perfect. exactly. <laughs> there has to be something out there. I want to talk about South Park for a second. It's funny because I love what John Edwards says because they, they, they gave a whole episode to trashing John. And Did I love really? John. Have I yeah. missed it? I may have. Oh missed yeah. Oh, he it. talks oh, about it. Does he, he talks about it? And he wrote about it in one of his books. And John's from New York. I'm from New York also originally. He's from I think Long Island. Mm-hmm. I'm from from the Bronx. Anyway, um, and he totally took it in stride because he was like, I made it. He yeah. I got immortalized. <laughs> yeah. Of course. You look when it comes to mediumship. Yeah, they took they took Kim K down. They've done episodes only on the biggest people. Of yeah. course they do. Um, and. What I wanted to say about that was, what's your reaction to it? We don't even, we can't even deal with somebody makes fun of us, like in a social setting. Yeah. Forget about for people like yourself who are in the public eye and people who are constantly having to be put out there. You have to develop this Teflon skin because we live in a society which is all about comments now. Comments, 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 Mm -hmm. comments, comments. Everybody's got something to say. And now I know a lot of people who are even turning their comments off on their social media. Yeah. They don't care about the comments. And they're like, you know what? Like the picture or don't like the picture and move on. Because what this is showing us is that, you know, one of the oldest teachings was, you know, don't judge, right? Don't judge because you don't know what it's like to be that other person. So this last year, what I've been seeing is this building up of how much can people take another person down it is just this insult you know slinging insults at each other trying to take another person down and what's happening in the younger generation right and we have two teenagers and they are constantly talking to us about oh it's completely it's totally not cool to say something about how a person looks it's totally not cool to say something about um, a person's choices this is where gen z is going and then we have another generation coming up What's your daughter's generation going to say about all this, Mm -hmm. right? Because they're going to say this is unacceptable, this kind of behavior. So the world is changing. And it's just that those things are being cleared up right now because while some people are fighting for what they is their generational stuff, right? Generations were always fighting, right? I'm Gen X and it's like... um, Back in my day. Yeah, the moment you find out. But we can't throw away the old just for the new. There is a way of harmony, Harmony, right? So now let's go back. Which we have zero of right now. Well. (laughs) We have no harmony, Riz. (laughs) We have, we do. There's, I do believe there's more that is going right than going wrong. We have, we do have, you know, planes are landing. Yes. Right? Traffic lights are working. It's not like you're walking down the street and bombs are going off, at least not in this country. And that's, that seems to be working. There seems even though crime is on the rise, even in places, even in LA, it's been on the rise. Weird things are happening. But you go, well, at what point do you really stop freaking out? Because either you go numb. Yes. Or you keep saying this is, yeah, you go numb or you just say, it's too crazy out there. I need to move and go somewhere else. Wherever it is that you are. Yeah. I've heard people say in every city they've told, they told this. I have friends everywhere and they say, oh, it's getting bad here. I go, where are you going to go? You know, That's the thing. That's where I've been for three years yeah we gotta get out of here we gotta get out of here sure and then at first i was like wait everyone's leaving just let the dust settle mm-hmm. let's just see what happens mm-hmm. and then i got sick let's get out of here let's mm-hmm. get out of here and mm-hmm. then i'm like well where are we gonna go everywhere's bad if you look at if it you look at it that way like really everything everywhere has its problems when you go back to where one i've known people who have been in the most safe environments that are no longer with us and I've known people that were in the most dangerous environments and are doing fine, who grew up in the most dangerous environments and nothing ever happened to them. There's one right here. I grew up in the 70s in Harlem and in the Bronx. And buildings were on fire next door. And I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, by the grace of the universe, the grace of source, God, whatever word you want to say, by grace itself. But how do you explain that, right? Because... 
you say, well, is there now, are we just going to go in the world of black and white death taxes, mortgages, illnesses and school shootings, police school shootings and politics. Good. Good luck. Go enjoy, go down the rabbit hole. No, the rabbit hole so dark. Well, it's a spiral. Spirals don't end. Yeah. There's no end to a spiral. Yeah. Right. It keeps going. You ever see those trinkets and gift shops that are hanging from the ceiling Yeah. they're turning around and you're, you're mesmerized by the spiral. No, what you are seeing in terms of all over the internet now, you're seeing a lot of teachers and a lot of speakers coming out who are, who are speaking in, in different language about you are responsible for how you feel and that the only thing you can control is this environment inside of your, yourself. Clearly, you can't control the outside environment. Mm-hmm. You can build walls in a house. Um, you can try to find a safe neighborhood. But you know how many safe neighborhoods are broken into? That's the first target are safe neighborhoods. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if you're a criminal, you're going to want to break into a dangerous neighborhood. They're going to come out strapped and shoot you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so let's be real, right? So you are going to experience what you are magnetized to, believe it or not. Frequency. What frequency are you on? There are certain people out there who have survived so much, um, so many damaging environments to them, right? They've done every drug in the book. They have, like, think about certain musicians who have been around for 50 years. Yeah. Done every substance, been in all sorts of predicaments, how many time zones. Screwed every weird thing yes, you could exactly. imagine. exactly. How much jet lag <laughs> they've been in. Think, just think about jet lag. Forget about all of those things, which are so wild. Let's just talk about jet lag. I've traveled a lot. You've traveled yeah. a lot. Okay, jet lag will knock you out. Um, we're in a microwave capsule with so much Wi-Fi electrocuting us. Yeah. We don't even realize how how horrible mm. a plane is for our health. Okay, so let's say now you have these amazing people who are like, look at Mick Jagger. What is he, 80-something years old? Yeah. The and all he's is, done is planes. All he's done is planes. Not only has he done planes, he's had to look good, be polite, dress nice, because anybody could take a picture of him at any time, deal with the staff of lawyers, accountants, uh, managers. Um, people throwing themselves at him. People throwing yeah. themselves at him, people trying to use him, people trying to, you know, people who are um, yeah. unhinged. Plus he has friends and family. Plus he has to stay creative. And the man is still on stage dancing and singing like he, like they're going to pay him 50 bucks at the end and he really needs it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's the commitment. That's the passion that he has. And he hasn't keeled over and dropped dead. No, in fact, he's like stretching and doing crunches before his shows. He's an incredible example. Sometimes we're like, oh my God, the jet lag. It's what you focus on, you'll feel. Yes. There ha- now we get back to spirit. Let's just go to spirit. What muddies our spirit? Because I feel like mine is Windex clean. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden there's dust and dirt. Like right now, I'm starting to focus on you know, scary things and sure. and being like, oh gosh, what if something happens to my health? What if, right. what if, what if, what if someone climbs over that gate right now? What right. if, what if, what if? And I'm like, wait, why am I here again? <laughs> okay. But I know it's not just me. All right. Well, what if you, okay, we want to say what if. Yeah. What if we, you found out, who's the person you trust the most on the other side who's passed away? My mom. Okay. So let's say your mom shows up at the foot of your bed. I can't even think about it. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> okay. Lose it, man. What? People out there, you've all lost somebody. This is fine. It's beautiful. I lost both my parents and most, I've lost everyone in my family except for one person. I feel you. What's her name? Lisa. Lisa? Yeah. Lisa. Lisa. Got it. In case, in case something comes through. She's right here. Can I give you a message? Yeah. <laughs> this is really funny. Can someone pass me a tissue? Because I'm really like not okay. <laughs> okay. She's showing me. <laughs> this is really funny. She's coming through and she's making me laugh. So she likes how clean your house is. Thank you. <laughs> okay. She's like, you know, you can. She's like, you know, you can pick up. <laughs> you can pick up a broom. She's saying. <laughs> Does she know me? <laughs> so what, do you not pick up a room? <laughs> no. Oh, that's where she's like, but she's making a joke. She's like, you can pick up a broom. What is that? Is there a significance to the broom? 
I mean, we were janitors growing up. I don't know. What do you mean you were janitors growing up? My parents, we all cleaned nightclubs together. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So from Are you the time I could hold me? a broom, we were cleaning right next to them. Give me a moment also. And where's is dad still here? Yeah, he's here. So <laughs> I'm asking about the first thing I I mentally ask is about because of course the baby, this would be her granddaughter. Okay. I don't know if there's some connection to fruitcake or something, but she's showing me this is it's not like a normal cake. It's like you know those cake that has big chunks of fruit in it? Uh-huh. Like she's putting that out for me right now and she's slicing into it. It's like she wants to feed this kid like you're like afraid to feed this kid sugar at some point. Oh, she's never getting sugar. Okay, that's what it is. She's like, she's like, you can give her a little bit of fruit cake. Your mom is still being mom. Mm. This is not going to harm her. She wants you to know that if you you stay with, it's literally like a, you know, those kind that came in a box. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you ever had one of those, but she's like showing that to me as a symbol, and she's like, she's going to teach you along the way to not hyper control what she eats that a little bit will be okay it's not going to hurt her or kill her when the time is right you will know because your mom will tell you okay and it's funny because pink is a girl's like you traditionally a girl's color but your mom is surrounding her with blue like light blue she's like you know she can she's going to be like a you know the old saying like a man's girl like Mm -hmm. she can hang with the boys your daughter's going to be like that And she's here to show you almost like with, with your daughter, you, she's almost like she's mothering you. Your daughter is mothering you too. Mm. It's not just you mothering her. And it's okay for you to feel that. Like when you hold her, it's okay for you to feel like the mom love that you're feeling. It's not just because you're the mom. It's also that mothering energy through all the generations is coming through this child and coming at you through her as well. And you can receive that. Yeah. You need that. I heard she was going to be my mom from another life. Oh. Someone told me that. That's amazing. So here yeah. we go. So it feels like... That's it. That's it. Also, I say, also want to say one thing is she's showing me seashells right now, your mom. Like um, conch, is that what they're called? Like conch uh-huh. shells or something? Do you have any in your house? No, I don't think so. It's the kind of... You know those, those tribal people used to blow in and yeah. make that sound? And she's like, she wants to gift you like this one with all this iridescent and opalescent stuff on it. It would make a beautiful thing. This is a symbol of, this is the way I'm going to put it, the way she's, it's being translated to me. Inside that small shell is an entire ocean when you put it to your ear. You ever put those to your ear? And she's like, she speaks to you from beyond in this beautiful way. All those colors of like opalescence is what she's around for. I'm still kind of really freaked out about this janitor thing that you're telling me. Why? Well, n- number one, I Just don't, I don't know that. Yeah, because I don't yeah. know. What the, I was laughing because she was saying, you know, pick up a broom. Yeah. And I, th- I didn't know what that was about. Maybe you're super into brooms, but she's poking fun at you. She doesn't yeah. want you to. She does not want you to be upset or be afraid. Um, she's very hardy, actually. Like her. She's like this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My mom is tough. Was she? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I was going somewhere else with this before we, your mom jumped yeah. in. What were we talking about? <laughs> I don't remember now, but I think um, I think it's funny you mentioned the blue because I've unintentionally not dressed Athena very girly. Oh. She's been in like neutrals or blues. Oh, really? Funny okay. enough. It just has happened naturally. Um, well, your mom likes it. Yeah. Totally likes it. Uh by the way, is there, is there any name that's like Ely or Ellie connected to this family? Yeah, Ellie. And Ellie's also like Elena. There's a Ellie. lot of Elaines and... In the family. Yeah. But who's crossed over? Um, My mom's aunt was an Eleni. There you go. Thank you. That's who's with her right now. So double mom energy coming at you. Mm. Did you know your aunt? I did. I met her once. Okay. Well, she's there now. And yeah. that's your mom is having girl time. So it's very, very good. 
by the way, I have to tell you, she's, I don't know what your dad looks like, but she's showing me her hand going over your dad's head like this and then like grabbing his ear. <laughs> I don't know if she ever did that to him or ever, but she's like, she's grabbing onto his ear. Would you tell him that for me? I, will, I yeah. would love to hear also if the, he knows what, what that reference is to. Yeah. Okay. Well, I also think the sugar cake was for me too, because I've been starving myself of sugar and I think mm. I was hurting my body by not, um, having any sugar. Yeah. And so I feel like that was a little bit for me too. Yeah. So like she wants to give you something like if she was here and she wanted to say, Oh, my sweet daughters and granddaughter have a little piece of cake, like a yeah. mom, it would hurt her that you weren't having it. She's yeah. not telling you to eat, you know, a tub of ice cream. She's just have a bite of one piece of cake. It's not yeah. going to kill you. Okay. You've been through a lot worse than sugar. Okay. Yeah. It was funny. <laughs> I was having a moment recently and Gabby Bernstein jumped in and she's like, you have to like, you have to like surrender. You're focusing so much on your health and you're trying to like mm. do everything. She's like, you've got to just like let go. And I did. Mm. And I started feeling better too, which mm. was good. Um, okay. So now I got it. I remember what we were doing. Cause you said, what if something happens to me? What if somebody climbs over the gate? Yeah, what the if what somebody if, does this? Okay. So if. ready for this? So your mom comes, we said, I said, who on the other side? <laughs> so your mom comes. Oh, sorry. Wouldn't that be, isn't that something your mom is giving us that signal? I know. I don't even know. I don't even have an alarm set for this time. Why is there an alarm going off? That's so That's how weird. Okay. Well, there we go. That is how it works. They do affect the electronics. Okay. So what if the person that you trust the most shows up at the foot of your bed and there's a light around her and she says, Maria. My daughter, hello, don't freak out. I'm just here to t give you a message. Everything that you're doing, all of it, you have double the capacity for. It's been your path to come here and experience all of this. You're here trying to hold this up. Your wings are twice the size, actually, and you're acting like you're at your capacity here. They're much, much, much bigger than you think. And all of this was part of your divine plan, your divine plan when you came here to experience it because you came here for a different kind of mastery, a different kind of surrender to love, a different kind of heart bursting, gushing, broken open experience that only you were supposed to experience, period. And stop thinking that you're small or that this thing is happening to you. Maybe you came here for a much, much, much bigger purpose and stick to that and come into that understanding of yourself and stop with this, I'm just trying to survive because that's not getting you anywhere. You're going to make all the right moves for whatever you need to navigate through with your health and decisions you're making anyway. You're still going to do that. So what if you're much, much bigger? And then she fades out into the light. She's off, see you later when it's time. Now you have to Experience your day from that place. No one needs to change. No one needs to do anything differently. No one needs to apologize. No one needs to, you don't need to forgive anyone. You don't need to ask for forgiveness. You don't need to do anything for anyone to make you feel better anymore. There's no more emotional weight from all the years, all the conversations, all the things you've experienced as a person in the public eye. None of that matters anymore. And you're even here for more than that. So now you're no longer coming from a capacity. People ask me all the time, how do you do all the different things? I see so many people. I do deep one-on-one -on -one work with people for all of these years in the bone marrow of people. I'm in there with them. And on top of that, having a marriage, having a family and the kids and my own self. I go, how do you, what, how do you stay energized? I'm 54. And I go, how do you, how do you do it? And I say, I'm not coming from trying to, I'm not in the ring fighting. And then I go in the corner when they ring the bell and they dump water on my head. I'm always coming from everything I'm doing is giving me energy. So even when I'm at the gym, if I'm curling a bar, I'm not going, I'm expending energy. I'm like, I'm like lifting energy into me. Ooh, what a way to look at things. <sighs> What's the, what's the alternative? What a, what a change. Yeah, what a change. So here's where I come from, and here's what I want you guys to, to experiment with. And it'll take time, but try this a couple of times a day. 
try to remind yourself that you are never and have never been in the wrong place at the wrong time. It has never happened and it never will happen. You're always exactly where you're supposed to be. Don't ever make it wrong. Now, this doesn't mean that you're just never going to grow or change or try to do something new. It doesn't mean that. You still will. That's a given. Because remember, you're a creative being. You always want more, so you'll always be doing things. What I'm talking about is so that you're no longer trying to change the past because people will tell you, you can't change the past. And I go, mm, I can. How? How can you change the past? Well, well, I talk about it differently. Oh, come on, Riz. <laughs> How many times are you going to do this to me today? All right, everybody, don't forget to come back for part two tomorrow where we talk about what we have to look forward to this year. And I say look forward because I feel like sometimes we can focus on maybe some of the negative things that might be coming up, but Riz has a lot of really positive things coming up and I can't wait for you to hear it. So tune in tomorrow for part two of my chat with Riz. In the meantime, be nice people, make good choices and be present. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or mariamenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions. Hey, Heal Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.